brothers and sisters happy feast of the annunciation and uh, this amazing powerful day where the pope francis will along with all the bishops of the world uh, and many people hopefully yourselves gathering in prayer today to consecrate uh, russia and ukraine to the immaculate heart of mary um this is something very powerful when the whole church comes together in such a communion of prayer to implore this amazing blessing that heaven respects this prayer. Lucia in Fatima said that that when they had the experience with the angel, when the light of God was shone into their souls through the angel, they realized that they knew everything or they were to understand everything in view of that light. And then she went on to say that all the sacrifices, their prayers and penances convert sinners because God respects that prayer. And that, that always struck me, that God respects your prayer. He takes it seriously. And so when the Pope comes together with the whole church to, to offer a, a profound prayer of entrusting, of consecrating these countries to Mary, then we, with great hope and faith, we, we can expect something um, that Our Lady will work. And there'll be a, an intervention. But of course, it won't be always according to what we expect or what we want. But we have to have that faith that... that that, that God will respect this consecration, that he will act upon it. And this is for all of our prayers. Today is the Annunciation, and I just want to say that for us, a very special feast in view of what we've been talking about all these days of Lent, that we've been speaking about the Eucharistic heart of Jesus in the tabernacle, and, and then also in the monstrance. And I mentioned previously that Our Lady is that first tabernacle in the sense that she's the Ark of the Covenant, and within her... The, the Holy Spirit overshadows and, and, and through her forms Christ in her. And so she actually carries the living body, blood, soul and divinity of Christ, um, which we meet in the Eucharist. And so obviously enshrouded in, in her body, in this most intimate personal union, what we get to experience for a few minutes in Holy Communion, Mary had in the most special way for nine months and this most, most uh, incredible way. And so she is the first tabernacle. And so Mary can teach us many things. First of all, how to, to really, um, the divine indwelling, the, the real presence of Christ in our soul through the power of the Holy Spirit and power of the Father in our soul, the whole Trinity in our soul. And Mary can teach us how to adore the Trinity in our soul, how to be present there. And, and, and of course, more particularly when we receive Holy Communion, just like Mary knew how to welcome the word into her life, into her heart, into her body, she will teach us how to make a worthy Holy Communion. So let's ask Our Lady, Our Lady, prepare me for Holy Communion. Help me to, to receive all the graces. Help me to have a heart that is not cold, that is welcoming, that is fervent, that is aware and attentive to, holy, to the fact that I'm taking God into me, which is an incredible thought. Um, but this is the extent of crazy love of God, that he's willing to make himself so small that we will not be afraid to go near to him, that we won't be afraid to, 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 to have such an intimacy with him on this side of the fence of heaven, because the power of God is um, so wild and powerful that if we didn't have this veil between us and now, uh, we would die if we saw God. So we... <laughs> we we really, uh, until we go to heaven, we have that special light of glory to, to withstand his presence. But so we have this special veil of the Eucharist, we could say, so that we can come so close while on earth, on our earthly pilgrimage, 
and hell still have that intimacy, something of that taste and communion that those those saints in heaven enjoy in a in a un adulterated way, in, in a way that is unhindered, that it is unveiled. They they see God as God sees Himself through the what the church describes as a special grace called the light of glory that illuminates their soul. Just want to continue on today and from what Saint Manuel will say is really opposite to Our Lady um, in, in, in the parts about when he speaks about you know those who are not aware of Christ and that Christ has come down from heaven but you know Christ came down from heaven into the womb of Mary and, and Mary is key to helping us be good adorers she will teach us let us see to be in the tabernacle means that God has come down from heaven through the most wondrous of miracles which requires acts of wisdom, power and love in order to reach out to sinful man. And then to be in the tabernacle still silent, whether treated well or badly, whether in a wealthy or in a miserable house, whether sought out or despised, whether praised or cursed, whether adored as God or discarded like an old piece of furniture. All this being present of the Eucharist, repeated today, tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, next month and the following month and days, next year, century after century, to the end of time. It is also repeated in different places all over the world amidst good and thankful souls, amid lukewarm, forgetful and inconstant souls, as well as amidst cold, hardened and sacrilegious souls. This is what it means for the heart of Jesus to be in the tabernacle. It is to put into action an infinite love and patience, as well as a power to endure so many humiliations, which is as great as the power it would take to tie God down. And he goes on and on and he just says, Know that the strong, the great, the magnificent, the gentle, the conquering, the most sacred heart of Jesus is here. He is in the tabernacle. So this constant prayer that Jesus promised he will always be with us to the end of time.